Nice. Yeah. What you're hearing are the sounds of people everywhere putting on Bomba socks, underwear, and T-shirts made from absurdly soft materials that feel like plush clouds. Yeah, that plush. And the best part? For every item you purchase, Bombas donates another to someone facing homelessness. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST. Code ACAST. Greetings, listener dear. It's Matthew here from Pappy's, formerly Pappy's Fun Club, now Pappy's. It's been that way for a little while. Uh, I think we changed our name in 2009. So uh, welcome to the podcast. This is uh, this is House Meeting. It's a house meeting recorded uh, a little while ago. Now, what's going on at the moment? And the reason you're only hearing my voice is that Tom and Ben are off on their summer jaunts, their summer constitutionals. Uh, Clarkey is all the way over in Australia. He's enjoying Australia with his, uh, with his, his. In fact, he's out on a holiday with his in-laws for a month. So yeah, pray for Clarkey. It's a, you know, his in-laws. I've, I've met them all. Um, they're, they're a wonderful bunch. But uh, I think, you know, like they say, you can't choose your family, but you can choose your friends. But you really can't choose your in-laws. Like. That's just that's just the way it goes, isn't it? You just you, you suddenly find yourself in a situation where you've got this whole other family who are also your family, and uh, I think I'd find it hard enough going a holiday with my own family for a month, um, let alone somebody else's uh, parents. So yeah, uh, good luck to Clarkie who's out in Australia for for the rest of the month. We've recorded a bunch of of, of house meetings. Um, this is one of them. Uh, Parry is uh, also off with his family. He's just been to the Fringe for uh for a week getting the shows that he's working on uh, up and running i'll mention them now because i'm sure he'd be uh, appreciative of that uh he's he's looking after flo and joan he helped direct that show or he directed that show i should say um which is on at the fringe so uh, they're, they're brilliant two fantastic uh musical comedians uh and he is also working on uh kieran dowd's show the the final in the trilogy in the don rodolfo trilogy so kieran dad if you've never seen him before formerly a member of the sketch team beasts now a fantastic uh, solo character performer he's just great he's you know you'll know him from uh, the the christmas episode of beef brothers cold cuts uh, a few moons ago he was great on that he's brilliant go and see uh, go and see him go and see flo and joan uh, if you're also looking for other great shows to see um, i know clarky worked on uh, luke kempner's show uh, he also worked on another show and I can't remember the name of it now. Let's see if I can keep talking and at the same time look at Clarkey's uh, Twitter. Uh, I, I had a small, tiny uh, hand in Jess Robinson's show this year. Her show is called Legacy. Absolutely brilliant. Uh, uh, she's, she's just great. She's just a brilliant, brilliant performer. So if you get a chance to see her, if you're up at the Fringe, go and see her. And Clarkey would love you to see... God, Clarkey tweets a lot. Oh, yes, here we go. Colin Holt was one of them. Yeah, Colin Holt, just just great. So it's Luke Kempner, Colin Holt, and Christian Brighty. Those are all shows that you should go and see uh, up at the Fringe. Um, yeah, in, enjoy all of those. Also, if you're not at the Fringe, um, if you're just uh, in the London area, then go and see uh, a show that I directed, Izzy Sooty's show Jackpot. She's doing a week at the Soho Theatre, 22nd to the 27th of, uh, of August. Uh and I think there are some tickets available for all shows, but not that many. So get a move on if you'd like to see Izzy Sooty. You know Izzy from from Peep Show and uh, so many other brilliant things. And also, of course, from appearing on Flatshare Slamdown and appearing on Beef Brothers Cold Cuts. And uh, yeah, go and go and see her show. So there's loads of loads of stuff to see. Um, uh, right, let's get on with the with the business in hand. This is a house meeting, but before we get into the house meeting, the the, the real meat of the pieces, I've got to talk to you about Beef Brothers Cold Cuts. Now, uh, this is this is a conversation I'm having with you, the listener, before I even have it with with Tom and Ben. But it's been playing on my mind. We've got to a situation here where the beefs have just dried up. And I'm going to be totally, I feel like it's really important to be transparent with you, listener, because, you know, you've been with us for a long time. We've been doing Beef Brothers Cold Cuts uh, for a good few years now. Um, and th- for some reason, 
it, like every time a Beef Brothers cold cuts rolls around, I have to get on Twitter, I have to get on the Patreon, I have to say, please, please send us stuff. And we get a handful, you know, we get uh, four or five each time. So most of them make it onto the show, unless they are sort of really indecipherable. Most of them make it onto the show. Um, I don't know why that is. I guess it's because we've we've kind of we've kind of maintained our loyal fan base, and we've been asking them this question for years. And anyone who's had a beef with their neighbours and has wanted to get in touch kind of has. So what I'm doing is I'm appealing to those people who have every time they hear an episode of Beef Brothers Cold Cuts, they go, you know what? There is a problem with my flatmates. I I do have some sort of lingering uh, situation going on with my landlord. You know, I've I'm currently on on holiday with my in-laws for uh for a month. I've got a beef with them. Like that's who I'm appealing to. The people who have never ever responded. Um I'm going to give you the email right now. It's beefbrotherspodcast@gmail.com. However, if you want to get in touch with us through a Twitter DM, if you want to uh, get in touch with us through the Patreon, you can also do that. Any way you get in touch with us uh, would be would be great because we, um, yeah, I don't know what it is. And I love doing Beef Brothers Cold Cuts, but we're sort of, you know, I feel like we're in a situation whereby I don't sort of know how it can continue. I was all, you know, the last episode, I was genuinely tempted just to go on Reddit and grab a bunch of them off Reddit, which, you know, arguably, that's what we should have done in the first place, rather than put the pressure on you, the listener. But what I like about them coming from you is that they come from you. You know, it feels like, you know, any you could just, you, anyone could just crib stuff, crib stuff off the internet. We have these, you know, we've got these, these brilliant listeners, of which you are one, who write these phenomenal emails. And when they do come, they're fantastic. It's just that they don't come frequently enough. Um, I hope that's not too um, pathetic to to beg for, uh, for but if uh, I think if you like if you enjoy that podcast and I really do and I know we all do we love having a chat with our guests if you'd like it to continue then please send us an email today the other thing as well is don't be put off by the fact that some of the messages are you know longer than the Bayer tapestry write us a four sentence message you know some of the messages we get from the live shows are just three or four sentences and we can still spin funny out of them um and, and if anything you know the more you leave out the more we get to sort of fill in the dots with our with our own ideas and you know a conversation can happen but um but yeah just looking looking at the uh i've just opened up while while i was uh, chatting to you i've opened up the beef brothers uh, cold cuts uh uh, email address and the two we've got two emails since i last checked it for the last episode one of them is a confirmation from augusta gold don't even know what that is someone has signed us up to um a web conference to, to discuss uh investing in precious metals in order to uh, uh sort of steady the ship for our, our retirement maybe they know mo- you know what Maybe they know more than we do. <laughs> Maybe they know more about this podcast. Uh, learn how to hedge your IRA slash 401k with precious metals. Are you ready to diversify your retirement? Now, that to me feels like spam. Nothing we can do with that one. And the other one is a Podbeam performance uh, email, which tells us how well our podcast is performing on Podbeam. Very well. Thank you very much. But uh, the stats, like Netflix, will never fully reveal. But it would be great to have more messages. So beefbrotherspodcast at gmail.com. We would love to hear from you. Um, if not, you're going to get a lot more um, episodes of, of House Meeting, which is also fine. But we love chatting to the guests. We love chatting to the guests. Um, so uh, this is a house meeting, as I said. Let's get into it. Um, I remember this being a very fun chat. I, I believe my favorite uh, style genre gets referenced quite heavily so let's get into it this is a house meeting and i will speak to you on the other side of this enjoy it i've had a thought i've got an issue i've got a question i want to ask you i want to talk i want to chat okay let's sit down and chew the fat house meeting 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 what temperature should we set the heat house meeting 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 why on earth am I always weeping? House meeting. Who wet my bed while I was sleeping? Let's have a house meeting. What's the point? Does life have a meaning? House meeting. God. A tiny germ or something I was just thinking of. But All right. You've got a tiny germ. Gross. A tiny germ. Um, I was wondering this the other day. In this hot weather, 
it's made me rethink it's made me rethink climate change things. are you finally accepting are you finally accepting <laughs> climate no, no, change no no I'm not come on I'm not, I'm not, I'm not for mad years now for years now I've been telling you about it listen it's just sunspots everyone everyone chill out you 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 wokies but what I was wondering is I don't know what I'm I don't know what I'm doing now when it comes to I don't think that's got anything to do with the hot weather so <laughs> Yeah, I don't think you need to finish that sentence, Clarky. <laughs> I used to really have my shit together, and suddenly this hot weather. Then I want actually, that's, that's not true either. <laughs> no, no, no. You don't. Sorry, Clarky. We we keep interrupting you. You don't know what you're doing now when it comes to my clothes, particular trousers. <laughs> oh my god, it's a sad like cry I'm, for help. I'm off on holiday soon, and oh. I just feel like. I feel like all of my trousers are wrong. I don't know. I don't know how to fix it. I've been <laughs> online googling summer trousers. <laughs> are you Are you asking Clarky if you're old enough to wear linen trousers? The answer is you absolutely are. Well, that's why. You know, back in the day, I had a pair of linen trousers. What day was that? <laughs> Tuesday. <laughs> they melted off you in the heat wave. <laughs> they grafted onto me. I've got linen legs now. When I think of linen trousers, I think of our our friend Humphrey Carr, who um, for some reason when we were in Edinburgh, Humphrey Carr, like brilliant, brilliant comedian performer, uh, was in the Penny Dreadfuls, and we were sort of occasionally for some reason like pitted against each other in Edinburgh as like the rival sketch teams you know you're either Pappies or the Penny Dreadfuls so I was Penny Dreadfuls personally oh, yeah I, I thought they were fantastic um, I never missed a show um, whereas I missed quite a lot of ours um, and I, I remember um, for like three weeks or one of the sort of the newspapers up in uh, newspapers is a strong term one of the uh, publications up in Edinburgh asked us to film a video where we played them at cricket yeah, I remember. Do you remember this? this? We had to play them Do at you cricket. Remember this? And so Humphrey Humphrey Carr had uh, decided to um, to dress in kind of like basically like as close to cricket whites as he had with him, which included linen trousers. And it rained, and they went entirely see through. <laughs> and he was going commando. No. Yeah. So I remember that's quite a wow. I mean, that's I one way to win. There was wickets everywhere I looked. Yeah, I was stumped. <laughs> but yeah, so when I think of linen trousers, I think that, you know, the the, the, the the tricky thing with linen trousers is, what do you do for underwear underneath them? Because, you know, the, you're either wearing underwear and very clearly wearing underwear under your linen trousers, or you're not wearing underwear and running the risk of uh, a little bit of, um, you know, magic eye when it rains. <laughs> If you relax your eyes, eyes. you can see my dick. (laughs) Magic magic third eye. (laughs) I do know where you're coming from here, Ben, because I recently had a holiday and it brought about a kind of, it kind of brought about a kind of sartorial identity crisis. Yes. Oh yeah. Of kind of going, what actually am I up to here? What am I doing? In fact, any slightly formal... I had a meeting before Christmas in a restaurant and the person who was going with me said, dress smart, but, you know, don't go mad. And I, for two weeks, couldn't, was in this real panic about what to do with that. Yeah, I'd, I'd struggle with that. Smart is such a broad church, isn't it? For some people, and I'm thinking of the three of us, popping on a shirt is smart. Yeah, for other 100%. people, shirt is default. You know, yeah. then you then you you move up to tie, cummerbund, cravat, bow tie. Are you shirt and jeans, and are you tucking it in? Tucking and, and, je- and then what happens with the shoes? It's like any, anything <laughs> like that goes on, and that's it. My head's gone. <laughs> Where are you putting those shoes? <laughs> are you tucking the shoes in as well? Uh, you know, are you tucking exactly. the line? Then I'm starting to sweat, and then suddenly I'm, I, I, I have to go to the toilet and r- run my my wrists under the cold water tap to try and calm the sweat down. <laughs> Your trousers have gone opaque. You're sweating so much. <laughs> I was sweating through my linen trousers. What did you end up wearing? Just it's a, just out of interest. What did you end up wearing as your a white s- miscellaneous a f- smart? A furry white jumper that's got quite a high neck. 
and it's a the furry high neck. white oh. jumper the, the the white neck slightly elevates it to smart i'd say a furry a white jumper neck? would have been very far down my list of possibilities there i, I wouldn't recommend it for an australian <laughs> holiday <laughs> i think you're a sheep you'll fit right in um could you God, give me a share mate i'm sweating <laughs> <laughs> uh, can you help us out a little bit on furry white jumper i i know the jumper he was talking about and i, I do actually think it, it's a it is a it's a pretty smart jumper it sounds what, it sounds what mean, worse what do you mean no, but what do you mean by furry how do you mean by what what, what material is it it's it's oh. made out of polar bear <laughs> <laughs> it's i a, wonder i was sweating it's a pelt you got from david have attenborough you, have you seen the revenant <laughs> <laughs> I killed a polar bear and crawled into a restaurant wearing it. <laughs> he ordered from inside the polar bear. Oh, wow. So I went for like a smart jumper with jeans and trainers. Obviously not interesting anecdote, but like I, all I wanted to get to was that I panicked. No, no, Tom, Tom, Tom please, going please, smart. please back yourself. I'm, in, I'm genuinely I, interested. I, I can't. I, I'll, tell you, I'll tell you the thing that really does it for me. The absolute curveball. Christenings christenings for me are like like again to keep on with the cricket analogy weddings you're up against kind of like a fast bowler you know what you're dealing with you know you know it's going to come straight and and you're going to go you're going to go shirt and tie you're going to you know an evening do you'll probably drop the tie but you know you know where <laughs> you see your forehead because <laughs> yeah, it raised the tie <laughs> christenings you you, it, is, it is all over the shop how you turn up for a christening. I've been saying it for years, though, Tom. This is why I believe you should become a steampunk. Because <laughs> the decision is made for you. It's always the top hat with the goggles on it. It doesn't matter what the occasion is. It's true, actually. If you get yourself a very, very specific guys then and people don't expect anything different from you and then you can yeah relax. especially one that's especially one that errs on the smart anyway right you know i i, I couldn't say become like a grunger or something or an emo kid because it's not necessarily always smart but no. if you go steampunk there's there's gonna be a waistcoat there might even be a fob watch there no might one's just gonna be a waistcoat no it might be a waistcoat shirtless with a waistcoat there might be a gun made out of cogs <laughs> but any, anything could happen it's the fashion wild wild west wiki wild wild west <laughs> basically no one is going to no one is going to approach you at a christening to say you could have smartened up if you've got a gun made of cogs oh, I thought you were going to say no one's going to approach you at a christening and ask you to be a godparent <laughs> <laughs> I've said it once before, but it bears a repeat. Hi, Funny you should say, actually, Tom, uh, a friend of mine was saying the other day that he was invited to a christening and was expecting to go, you know, pretty much just in everyday attire and just so happened to have a conversation with the people whose christening it was. And they were saying, oh, could, yeah, we went to a christening the other day and someone turned up in like jeans and trainers. Could you imagine? Here you go. And he was like, oh, that's what yeah. I was going to wear. Yeah. So he had to go full suit and was like, is that what he do? I fucked it. Uh, and like, I've done it for like my nephew's christening. And I turned up with just trainers and stuff and had to borrow my dad's clothes on the morning because I was going to let the family down. <laughs> Should he wear trainers? He looked great. He was, he was wearing jeans and trainers. All of Tom's yellow t-shirt. <laughs> just like there needs to be some kind of grading on the christenings yeah then we're into the the other sort of slightly tricky issue is that i don't care about church in the same way that my mum and dad care about well my mum specifically cares about church so yeah. that's why you know basically it's like trying to make sure that your mum doesn't get upset that's what it is. You think, what can I wear that won't make? You know, when my mum sees me, she won't go. Oh, but God! But also, what? But but also, you don't want to be that guy on the photo, yeah. on the family photos. Definitely. Yeah. You don't want to be true. the teenager at a wedding who's who's come wearing his trainers. We're already the alternative lifestyle guys. We're podcasters, you know. <laughs> We're the podcasters <laughs> of our families. <laughs> You know, with the prodigal sons, you know, our families aren't loaded with podcasts. You can all imagine them le leaning over 
spot the guy who does the podcast, by the way. Exactly, exactly, it's that. <laughs> but then also, you don't want to turn up suited and booted and someone go, oh, someone's podcast's doing pretty well. <laughs> <laughs> that's why, that's why what you want people to say is, well, I guess his podcast's about being a steampunk. That's what you're going to do. <laughs> Steam podcast. <laughs> Would a podcast fit into the steampunk code? Oh, good question. Well, what, could good it, what could you have to listen to a steampunk podcast on? It'd have to be on like a fucking gramophone or yeah. something. Yeah, <laughs> it's like a, gra- a gramophone attached to a kettle, basically. Or, That's yeah, what it needs yeah. to be. Or, or like one of those, you know, one of those pipes that shoot tubes of messages through. Yeah. Yes. You'd have to like fire, you know, fire off your missives in that yeah. and it'd come out of a fucking combine harvester or something. <laughs> By the way, if there are any steampunks listening, please don't be offended. We've got no idea what you what you what you are. Yeah, I was going to say. I, I mean, I cards cards on the table. We can't stress we enough. We've got no idea. Cards on the table. We haven't got a fucking clue. <laughs> <laughs> and and where did it begin? Like, who was the uh, who was the proto steampunk? Because it's it's embarking the brute hell. That might be the case. That really might be the case. It feels like it's a miracle that it took off. <laughs> like those airships they love so much. <laughs> crucially, <laughs> crucially, Crosby, I don't want to go to a christening dressed as a steambook, so yeah, please don't let that be yeah. the answer. Okay, sure. Well, you know, all I can do is plant seeds here, you know? <laughs> I think if I, in my life, when I'm on my when I'm on my deathbed, if I can look back and go, well, at least I made that one guy a steampunk. <laughs> I'll know it was life well lived. Uh, yeah, and you're not well as long as you're not talking about yourself. <laughs> <laughs> How did he die? He was crushed by the weight of his own goggles. His automated steam uh, deathbed. <laughs> <laughs> Is wacky I didn't know. Steampunk. I didn't know you're the Michael Winslow of steampunk. I tell you what, actually, <laughs> That's my title. Yeah, that is my title. I was just thinking the same thing, Tom, about Wallace and Gromit. It feels very steampunky. Yeah, is is Wallace a steampunk? <laughs> Guys, are we a, are we a steampunk podcast now? No. <laughs> we talked, we, we, I think we talked. I mean, we've certainly talked about steampunk in the past. On this, <laughs> we've still not gone, you know, gone back and found out what it is yet. But um, <laughs> but yeah, I mean, in we, Clarky we, in my defence, it is you who always brings up steampunk. Crosby. I'm, I'm obsessed with it. Eh? <laughs> I do think you're, I think you should give it a whirl. It might be something that's an itch you're waiting to scratch with a spanner. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> You've got like you know you've got uh, 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 you you've got the kind of facial hair that yeah. were you to apply a, the right uh, uh, you know the, uh, the right amount of wax in the right places. Thank you. It launch you. <laughs> well, you I, I ate a baby bell earlier on. I haven't thrown the rest of it away. So what do I need to do? <laughs> Make myself a big red nose. Dangerous in this weather having baby bell wax lying around, mate. Well, can I tell you the reason we have so much baby bell in the house? This is genuinely true, and I don't know where this started, but if ever Cleo walks into anything, you know, like if she ever like bumps her head, she's always like, get a baby bell. I want a baby bell to be put on the bump. Because it's cold what? in the fridge, and I guess it's just, you know, it sort of makes perfect sense. Oh, I like that. I'd like Spe- a baby so, bell. So like a packet of peas? Yeah, it's, t- it's her version of a, of, a, of a pack of frozen peas. Of course, um, we'd, we'd need an adult bell. Yeah, I get a full wheel of Edam. <laughs> Plonk it on top Clark of my head. dusting down his um, baby bell, adult bell joke that he tried on Twitter six months ago. <laughs> dusting it down for the old pod. Uh, Clarky, are you doing that's gear here? Are you doing material? <laughs> I'm doing both material and gear, yeah. You don't have <laughs> <laughs> I always need to do gear after hearing Clarky's material. <laughs> don't check my Twitter because it's wall to wall. Does not want to become a steampunk guys? <laughs> <laughs> I've got a, 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 you know, people do a bursary, <laughs> you know, like people do, like, you know, like there are, there are sort of writers who will do a, a bursary so that every year someone can get paid, to, you know, write on the news quiz or whatever, that kind of, that kind of job. That is what, that's the bursary I'm setting up that every year I will pay for somebody, uh, a promising newcomer 
to become a steampunk for a year. <laughs> it's like the opposite of a bursary that you're just taking down people's careers. You're like the, you're like a feeder, but for steampunks, you like to what? You're a voyeur. I'm a voyeur for the steampunk world through some kind of mechanical telescope. Yeah, it's like, it's like half uh, half telescope, half piston. The number of black eyes it's given me, I can tell you that. <laughs> oh, it's, the amount of baby bells I have to put on my face after using that telescope, my piston telescope. Yeah. You're not just putting it on your eye, though, are you, you sick bastard? <laughs> <laughs> we know where that piston telescope goes after dark. <laughs> Presumably there must, be a, there must be a roaring trade in the kind of steampunk uh, sex world. But would you want a steam... Would you want a steam-powered... You know, sex de- sex device. Steampunk sex world sounds like the title of one of our podcasts. To be fair, <laughs> well, I steampunk think steampunk sex world. I think the steam <laughs> powered the, the steam powered dildo in William uh, Burroughs' Naked Lunch, the novel The Naked Lunch. There's mm. a steam powered dildo in it called Steely Dan, and that's where uh, the the band get their name from. Just no, uh, just something, re- yeah, really? just to remember the connection there. But yeah, so 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 at least something in the, in similar the, in Barbarella, isn't there? They st- yeah, I mean, a bit more futuristic, isn't it, Barbara? Yeah. But, um, but all, I mean, I think that I think it's nothing to do with the, the piston action of it. It's more to do with the amount of steam. I don't want that much steam in my... <laughs> you know, steam near your genitals. Steampunk sex worlds. It sounds like it could be a, an area of, like, an after-hours Disney world. <gasps> yes. Yeah. Like, like, if there was an adult theme park... There may, is there an adult theme park? That's a good question. As in, like a like, as in adult adult themes? Do you mean? Yeah, or? like sex, a sexy theme park where it's like instead of the log flume, it's like the the fucking the penis flume, flume or something. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, fucking like, <laughs> it's the fucking <laughs> flume. It's like an after hours. Like Gonna go on the fucking flume, then ride on the old bollocking teacups, it's, and then uh, it's got me have a go wet. on the old chuffing Big Dipper, wouldn't I? I don't know. Yeah, like it's an adult theme like park. A, you'd have like a, a log flume that's based around anal sex, and it'd be like we're going oh, no. the wrong end and then the log's going back up I think that's a whole other sexual practice Tom <laughs> well, you know what I mean though. it's like it's, it's all uh, and there's like a water sports Space one where it, it, uh, you know the, it all it's like a water slide but it's all coloured like piss and it's like off you go and you get to like a scatological yeah. yeah, it's like a sexy theme park. You, you know what I mean? A sexy and thing like, is like a turd going up someone's arsehole and being covered in piss. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, all, the, all the sexy, all stuff. the sex stuff is covered already. You know, you know all the stuff that gets you right where it's pure. <laughs> it's got two rides. A piston. <laughs> a piston. <laughs> then a piston. Not been a piston. A piston. Piston. Yeah. yeah. Pissed, you know, 50, 50, pissed on him. Pissed on her. <laughs> Um, I I think if you put that in the right place, it would be really <laughs> that's, that's the slogan of the park, isn't it? <laughs> we, know, we know what place you're thinking of. Like you don't want to put it in like fucking Norfolk. I'm thinking like in Marbella or somewhere like that. Where, oh, you know, you okay. The, oh, yeah, that's good. That's good. Yeah, 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 and yeah, it's yeah. like off you go, and there's like. You know, there's rude selfies. So, like, you know, when you come off and you buy like rude a uh... selfies. <laughs> <laughs> Every one of your ideas is so funny. I don't know why. Every one of your ideas is sort of is like equal parts like de- like delightful and just pathetic. <laughs> What's the rude selfie? I really want to hear it. You know, like when you get off the ride and you buy those photos of yourself. Yeah, crucially, like that, they're not selfies. Like... <laughs> It's like there's loads of like there's loads of like dicks around everyone's face and like you you like so and just as you start the big drop, just, everyone goes everyone opens yeah, their mouth everyone opens their mouth and, so, and then there's like just looks like you're rim, by your face. rimming a rimming a big big yeah, just big like pump. receiving a load of piss yeah <laughs> <laughs> like there's, there's I, I bet there's uh, I bet there's money to be made there, <laughs> yeah we never saw Tom again. That was the last time we ever saw him. We'd opened the, the world's first adult theme park in Exeter. Crosby made his last-ditch attempt to try and save him and send him in the, to the course of steampunk, but he... Please become a steampunk. <laughs> forced him the opposite direction. House meeting. For what belief would you take a beating? House meeting. 
When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Even on a budget, quality is non-negotiable. That's why Quince is the place to score high-end essentials at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Get your hands on buttery soft cashmere sweaters from just $60, bucks, Italian leather jackets, and so much more. And the best part about Quince, they exclusively partner with factories committed to safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Elevate your style without the elevated price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns. Yeah, it does need to be in the right place. I, I can't see it working in the British Isles. But it, it is for Brits, very much Brits abroad. Yeah, 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 that's, it, it's true. Britain is... It's it's not a sexy place, is it? I know things like you've got to be this hard to ride this ride. What? And then like, <laughs> like a little gauge. Yeah, I love that. Like pictures does, and stuff. How does it work? What is it like by the angle, or do you have to put it into some sort of device? And it, yeah, well, yeah, it's a bit of fun more than anything. You put your crotch next to something, and it'll kind of go like, whoop, regardless yeah. of what's going on. It'd be like test whoop. your strength, your cock strength, and it's like. To test your fanny power yeah you'd have like yeah like those those punch machines but it's like you have to do it like with a pelvic with your, thrust a pelvic thrust yeah I mean it hurts it hurts bad enough hitting it with your fist <laughs> <laughs> oh I've never hit it with my fist <laughs> although hit it with your fist is another one of my rides upsetting <laughs> what are you calling it Barry what are you going to call your park Alton Shaggers <laughs> I don't know. Something like that. Oh, my God. Specifically nowhere near the UK as well. <laughs> Norks Park. I don't know. I'm thinking like Drayton Manor Park and fuck. <laughs> the big three. Are they the big three in this country? I think it's this Chessington world of... Uh, I'd say Chessington is like Noshington world of adventure or something. <laughs> Wow. wow. It's called Washington World of Adventures. Are people going to think you serve food rather than assume that you get a gov job on entry? Well, it, like, obviously, the food would also be, you know. Oh, like, yeah. Yeah, lots of, like, cream filled treats. Yeah, like, donuts that you have to stick your face in and hot dogs that you can gob off and. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, donuts that you have to stick your face in? Like, Not like the normal hot dogs that you can't gob off, by the way. <laughs> are, you, are you imagining a donut you've got to stick your face in, like those things that make an imprint of your face? Those things made out of pins? <laughs> what a hellraiser. Yeah, well, yeah, like that. But you know those sort of those executive toys that you uh, can put, yeah, your, yeah, put yeah, your hand yeah. on it or put your face on it or whatever? So, yeah, so... You've got to stick your face in this donut. What? How, what? What? What's? What, what's sexy? What's sexy about that? <laughs> it'd be like no. It'd be like it'd be like going down on a donut. Is what? Have to do. <laughs> what? So it's not the actual food's not dirty. They're just that they get <laughs> supervised in the way you eat it. Well, it'll be shaped appropriately as well. Yeah. 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 Okay. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So yeah, it's like yeah, getting, yeah, you know, you get your face in there to get the cream and the gross stuff like that. Look, this isn't my. It's not my ideal day out, it's, but I, I am tailoring for a certain crowd. We all know they're out there. The 18 to 30 shagging crowd, do you know what I mean? Yeah. I don't think there's any 18-year-olds you'd want to... No, but that's, that's, that, they, that is where it's set, isn't it? I, I, you're absolutely right. I think it's actually we're dealing with more of the... 27 to 45 grubbers. I'd say but we start... I think, Tom, we start at 45. <laughs> <laughs> I, don't want, I don't know what these 27-year-olds are doing coming along to this. We're starting in our mid-40s and you're, you're taking it up to death, no, basically. I don't, no, I don't want it to be that. I want it to be like... Um, it's basically like... Um, I don't want it to be us. I want it to be people 15 <laughs> years younger than us. Yeah, no, it's, it's for like... Um, it's for like the... You know, like, it's the love... It's, it's like Love Island-y, Wayne Lineker. 
It's it's that crowd. Yeah, I see. I see that. If it's in Ibiza, that's yeah, that's definitely because it is like the poolside game. Exactly. And like oh, when I was at Ocean Beach, I felt old. Yeah. I don't. I don't. I want to feel old at this place. I want it to be like <laughs> lots of like he's going. You know, lots of horny <laughs> lad and ladettes. And, and there could be like some kind of hotels where it's like you can flirt and have a bunk up. I don't want it to get brothelly. <laughs> it's a theme park chiefly. <laughs> <laughs> but you know loads of signs up all around just going we cannot stress this enough this is not a brothel <laughs> guys please 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 when you buy this room for half an hour at a time I want you to be sleeping okay <laughs> when you buy it to, to shag a steampunk just know that you're both oh, getting on. something out of this <laughs> Crosby if you set up a steampunk stall in my theme park <laughs> I yeah, I'm run. I'm 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 gonna. I'm, I'd like to co-run the hotel, and the hotel is a steampunk brothel. By the sounds of things, those goggles come in really handy. <laughs> I've got, I've got a bone to pick with steampunk. Okay, I get the steam. I'm not sure they're they're earning punk in any way, shape, or form. As in, they don't look like they don't look like. What's punk about it? Well, I guess it's because it's started like you know it's it's not they're, they're not people who look like they come from the the world of uh of the sort of you know the the, the, in the industrial revolution or, or that kind of era the era of steam they look like sort of a modern kind of rocky version of that right there's a sort of like there's a sort of uh kind of a rock counterculture aspect to the clothing i think if you dressed exactly like you know if you just had a stovepipe hat and big you know sideburns and, yeah. and a waistcoat and like sort of baggy tweed trousers you wouldn't be considered a steampunk you'd just no, be like a kind you'd of considered kenneth branner at the Olympic exactly you'd be <laughs> kenneth branner at the, at the uh, opening ceremony yeah that's what you'd be and i don't think uh, i don't think at any point did people go oh it's nice of kenneth branner to show up and do a steampunk display we knew what he was doing that was that he we would knew. be well he would we be kind of knew what he was doing we sort of knew what he was doing yeah he was sort of moving his arms around a bit oh i suppose uh sex pistons the sex pistons not a bad name for a steampunk band there you go um, they can play the opening night at my hotel <laughs> oh it's a hotel now he's upgraded no, that, it from a stall the, ho- no, the hotel the hotel within Tom's theme park is a steampunk hotel um, so uh, look I'm leasing out the steampunk hotel to Crosby yeah happy to do that Clarky, have you got a you know little sordid peccadillo you want to kind of set up uh, yeah I, I want to be selling uh, lightweight airy trousers Oh, no, look, yes. old man, take a look at my life. You, you, you're not, it's not for you. We're talking about lycra but it, clads. It might be good for your boners and all of that. <laughs> you're loose, selling linen trousers. Loose boner trousers. Boner trousers. And also, you know, if you get, if you get drenched in the, uh, what, what, the, the log jamming flume. Yeah, if you get drenched in the piss, <laughs> they go see-through. It no, so it's treat for everyone. <laughs> Clarky, just to, to try and solve your problem, just to go back to your your, your problem. So, you, you, would you would you like how far into kind of holiday mode? Because you're off, you know. As people listen to this, you'll already be on your holes. Um, you're off. You're off to Australia. You're going away for a month. How into holiday mode are you? Are you prepared to go? Would you be be prepared to go and get, for example, like a pair of like fisherman's trousers, like Thai fisherman's trousers? No, you wouldn't go into that and just go like, well, no. I'm just going to wear these on my holidays because I'm on my holidays and I don't know anybody I don't really care I want to be no, comfortable I'd, I'd like I'd like a midway point of uh, comfort is an imperative I think of course, it has to be it has, has to be the older I get the more important that becomes when it comes to clothes I, I totally understand that absolutely but, um, but I haven't completely given up well I, I don't I bought a I pair of white linen bit. trousers for my holiday yeah there we go I mean, I hate to be... Send me a link. Dude, just go to Marks and Spencer's. That's my, <laughs> that's my advice for you. I was, I was thinking about giving that advice off mic, but let's not hide what we are. Go to Marks and Spencer's. Spend Get about 100 harbor. quid and you'll have all the clothes you need for that holiday. They've got elasticated waists. They've got lovely linen. They've got stretch material. It's the absolute boy. 
hats that make you feel distinguished and not silly, even though you do look a bit silly. <laughs> but crucially, you don't feel silly. It doesn't matter what you, how you look. It's, it's how you feel. Like loud shirts, but not too loud. Yeah. Oh, my uh-huh. good God. And just, just embrace the fact that we're Marks and Spencers now. That's, that's I the th- age I we're at. I think that's it. I think that's it. It's, it's basically me trying to... It's me resisting that. And I should just, I should give over to it, shouldn't I, really? Your days of Topshop are gone. I'm in the, I'm in the quicksand. The more I struggle, the faster it, the faster I sink. Surely you're just going to be in shorts, right? You're going to shorts it in Australia. I will, but I'll tell you another thing. The fashionable shorts at this moment (laughs) is quite, quite a tight, like they're quite warm. They're a bit too close to your, a bit too close to your legs and all of that. Get yourself a nice pair of Bermuda shorts. You know, That's you'll what be, I you'll be. Listen, I've, I think the key word there is fashionable. Stop trying to get the fashionable item of clothing. You're on your holidays. It doesn't matter. You've got to relax. And also, there is nothing more attractive to people than someone who's comfortable. You know what I mean? If you've ever seen Parry in an armchair, you'll know that's true. <laughs> if, you're, if you're operating on a level of comfort, then you're, you'll be you'll be hitting the target of everything else. You know what I mean? You're not worrying about this. You've got you got you got other you got bigger fish to fry. You're, you're doling out all your material. Yeah, people are laughing. Yeah, you know. <laughs> adult bell. You're adult bell. Because you're not thinking about anything else. You're comfy. You're just... It's true. You know. so maybe this is what's been holding me back. Clarky, I've got another I've got another word, which I, I've, I've adopted this on, on many a holiday, and I enjoy it very much. Please. Sarong. Do you, do you sarong? Look sarong, feel so right. That's what I always say. It looks fantastic. Do you, do you sarong, Crosby? Yeah, yeah, I feel I feel great. I absolutely... Oh. I, 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 oh, well, well, well. Sure, that's an interesting. Sarong, one as well. sarong down the beach. Absolutely, you got. You, you got. What it, are you, you wearing underneath it? <sighs> Listen, I never, t- I never tell. You don't have to ask. <laughs> just wait for the sea breeze to. Uh, <laughs> a, gentleman, <laughs> a gentleman never tells. Just wait for, just wait for the, the for the Lord Mayor to come and pull a tiny string, <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> and declare this. <laughs> What are you doing with those joint scissors, mate? This beach is now closed to anyone under the age of 15. I declare this man arrested. <laughs> Let's slap a plaque on that. <laughs> I've, I've, I, yeah, I've, I, I love, I love the, I love the sarong, you know? Small little pair of, uh, small little pair of shorts underneath, like a little pair of um, uh, swimming shorts underneath, perhaps, but you know. Depends on how thick how thick the material is. Was Beckham your first interaction with a sarong? Yeah, I sold him a sarong. You know that. <laughs> <laughs> we, were, we were both on holiday in St. Bart's at the same time. He said, what's that piece of cloth you got round you? I said, well, I'll tell you what, David, there you go. You can have it. And for the rest of the day, it was a private beach. <laughs> but yeah, I think I think Beckham certainly certainly mm. popularised the sarong, didn't he? He certainly brought the he brought the sarong to the masses. He he made it acceptable. You know, big step, big step. You know, people talk about Harry Styles appearing on the front cover of Vogue in a dress. Don't forget Beckham and his sarong. I think it's a, it was an important moment. I, I, yeah, I loved. I, I love the sarong. I've not worn a sarong in ages, but then, you know, it hasn't been... I, I don't know why I didn't go sarong over the heatwave. That's when I could have... So, you, hang on, do you bring them back off holiday? What do you mean? I don't just... What do you think what do you, I should do? Should we have them buried at sea on the way home? <laughs> <laughs> what do you mean you bring I, I, them back off holiday? I take them to holiday, I wear them on holiday, I bring them back, yeah. I launder them. I feel like hats and certain sunglasses and there are certain things that just belong to a holiday. What? I feel like... No, I get that. I def I definitely get that. I definitely get that. I think as well hats, especially because I'll often, you know, I'll often on an early part of the holiday get myself. I've done this on a few holidays. Get the um the sort of the the straw hat, you know. Oh yeah, nice. Might even buy it before I go. Might even get a straw hat before I go and have the straw hat. You know, the sort of the what would you call it? Like a sort of little straw trilby type hat, and I would wear that. But you know. You, maybe you go in the sea, it gets a bit splashed, you're sweating every single day. It's basically, it stinks of old hay. 
by the end of <laughs> yeah, well I was going to say by the end of the flight over there <laughs> <laughs> but it stinks of old hay uh, and for some reason I used to bring them back and think oh why don't I ever wear this and you put it on for 10 seconds and go oh that's the reason why well, uh, it's got to be a new the, the one key, every time the key moment is you you wear it uh, in this kind of holiday bubble yes you think god this this hat becomes me this is great I feel oh, yeah. confident people are enjoying it you know what when I get home I'm just I should keep wearing this hat and then you get off the plane and you get onto the tube and you think oh no I'm I'm the cunt on the tube yeah <laughs> <And then laughs> you can just you can immediately feel the hat isn't the hat that it was on holiday no. Parry this is so true and, and, and the, 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 the trip back to Gatwick airport uh, and going back to sort of East Croydon station from Jamaica when Charlie and I went to Jamaica, you've never seen so many people like immediately go, oh yeah, I'm in Croydon now, aren't I? Yeah. We're all wearing vests. Some of us have got cornrows. You know, like it's, 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 this is the mistake you make. You go, yep, this is it. Like, yeah. It felt right at the time. Yeah, Stetson and cowboy boots, and, and I had it for like the whole week I was in Texas. And of I was course, like, yeah. This is great. This, this this is it. This is a good look for me, and uh, yeah, twenty minutes. <laughs> no, you you on the way, you kept up. You kept bed. up cowboy boots for a bit. Stetson Stetson did, Stetson didn't tried, make it, but, but like, you kept up cowboy yeah. boots. I gave um, it. I gave it a go. I gave it a go, but heroic, uh, really, it just uh, yeah, it gets you. It gets you. <laughs> it's the equivalent of um, Sandra D to Danny in Greece. It's that yeah. exact moment. It's like your holiday hat sees you in front of all your friends and it's like, Daddy, Sandy. And then Daddy realizes, <laughs> oh God, I can't I can't be I can't be wearing you around them. <laughs> oh, that's cool, baby. And then he acts like racking. What's he doing? He goes, racking and rolling and whatnot. <laughs> <laughs> Sandy, Daddy. Do you still have the Stetson though? Do you still have the Stetson that you occasionally yeah, uh, yeah, 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 take yeah, under the boardwalk and make out yeah, with? Didn't it at the right? end though, Tom, the Stetson to win you back uh, dressed up as a, a leather Stetson with some <laughs> a top hat with some goggles on? Did a sexy dance <laughs> and something for you. It turned steampunk for me. Oh my god, steampunk Greece. <laughs> steampunk no, it's, it's Greece. The exact the same movie. It's the exact same movie, except at the end she comes out to do to uh, as, as as sexy Sandra D. She comes out to steampunk. That is <laughs> Danny the, leaves. Hang on, Danny flies off on the car on his own. <laughs> the T birds are the T bird steampunks. So because. Is it is it the exact same film? But when the pink ladies take her off to give her a makeover, they turn her into a steampunk yeah, as a cruel that, prank. It's, it's that, yeah, yeah. And she no, turns as, up and it backfires. Not as a cruel prank, as a as a as a great act of kindness. The kind of act of kindness I'm trying to do for you, Parry. Grease lightning's a train. Are the T birds <laughs> steampunks in this film? No one else is a steampunk oh. apart from Sandra D at the end. Right at the end. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and Danny's is Danny's reaction. I've got chills. They're multiplying. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. And she says, don't worry, I'll warm you up with some of this steam. Puffs him in the piston. He says, because the power you're supplying, it's not electrifying. It's powered purely by steam. You better heat up. Choo, 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 because I need some steam. <laughs> okay. 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 I'm happy with that. No, I can see okay. it. I can yeah, see it. That works. Well done, everyone. I'm prepared to put your musical on in my theme park as long as you change the name to Greased Up My Arsehole. <laughs> oh, no. House meeting. What's the worst thing you've considered eating? House meeting. So, folks, there it was. House meeting. Um, yeah, good good fun and uh, lovely to hear the voices of Tom and Ben rather than just me wittering away, begging you for emails, uh, which I did for, I think, about seven and a half minutes at the start. Right, what else can I tell you? Uh, there's still tickets available for our show on October the 9th. We're going to be at the Cheerful Earful Festival, a whole weekend dedicated to podcast it's a podcast festival and we are performing it's a really fun day the day we're on um angela barnes's history podcast is happening at i think about half past three and then at uh five o'clock 
We are doing a flat share slam down with special guests, the birthday girls. And then at seven o'clock, we are leaping over to their room to guest on their podcast, Birthday Girls House Party. So we're going to have a brilliant time. It's going to be a tremendous amount of fun. They're our guests. We're their guests. Why not get tickets for all three shows? It's going to be a wonderful day. Uh, I know the Cheerful Little Festival themselves want us to have a sort of a beef. Um, please email in for beef, by the way. Uh, they want us to have some sort of competition as to who's going to sell the most tickets. But it doesn't really matter either way. We'd love you. You know, we'd love big crowds for both shows. Obviously, it's all about having as, as many bumps on seats as possible because that's the reason we do these. You know, as well as, the reason we do these shows is to ha- get as many people who love the podcast to come and see us live as possible because they were always fun. They're always fun recordings. We always have a nice time. Um, yeah, if you enjoy what we do, then get the Patreon. Uh, the Patreon is uh, the, the Patreon goes from strength to strength. Actually, it's it's, it's tremendous fun, and uh, we we have a, we have a great time over on uh, over on the Patreon. It's Pappy's Flat Share on Patreon. If you if you search patreon.com forward slash Pappy's Flat Share, you'll you'll find us all there. Um, we do uh, Flat Share Pop Round, which is a freewheeling chat for about 35, 40 minutes every week uh where we read your emails we uh, we chat to you we get plenty of emails to the patreon loads of emails to the patreon just not many of them beefs um we uh we we, we uh, sort of have fun with each other we have we have this these amazing features that kind of spring up out of nowhere and uh yeah so you you should really get on, on board with that and again if you're a fan of the podcast and you want to keep it going it's a great way to support it because we obviously we do these um these free uh the, we do, we, the main feed we want to keep it free we want to maintain it as, as a free as a free uh, podcast so the patreon is our way of making that happen so get over to the patreon and join that um we're also going to do a couple of flat share slam downs in september they're not yet on sale but they will be very very soon so keep watching our twitter for that um get yourself over to uh, our facebook find us on facebook like and subscribe to this podcast and uh, just generally have a wonderful uh, have a wonderful time we'll be back uh, next week with a Beef Brothers cold cut, fingers crossed. But bear in mind, what day is it today? It's Tuesday when when this is going out. We're recording it on Sunday. It, it, there's a very, very good chance we're going to be sitting down with our guest and talking about uh, ways in which to uh, firm up your investments and diversify your retirements by investing in precious metal. It's not going to be the most scintillating uh, hour of uh, hour of podcasting, but it's all we've got so far. So send us send us some beefs, please. Uh, it doesn't have to be long. It doesn't have to be that involved. Just make it entertaining and we will do the rest. Thank you so much for listening. Uh, have a wonderful time. This episode was produced by Emma Corsham. Corsham team. We're doing it on my own. I, I should tell you, like, it's it's nearly 11 o'clock at night. I'm in, in my house. Everyone else in the house has gone to bed. And I'm just sat here in front of my computer talking to myself. I hope against hope that this has not come across as insane. Um, but you know, if it has, uh, get in touch and uh, write it by way of a beef, beef brothers podcast at gmail.com. Uh, right, uh, caution team, I've done that bit. Uh, cheers, everyone. Bye. Bye. I agree. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.